Let's start in Matthew 6. Jesus is speaking. He said, I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you'll eat or drink, or about your body, what you'll wear. Who of you by worrying can add a single hour to his life? And why do you worry about clothes, O you of little faith? So do not worry, saying, what shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or what shall we wear? But seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. And then in Philippians 4, do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God, and the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Jesus said very plainly, very repetitively, do not worry. I'm of the opinion that if Jesus says not to do something, he has our best interest at heart. He's not being meddlesome. He's not trying to limit us. He's concerned about our well-being. And we've missed something. Something has eluded us. We have tolerated something in our lives, in our thoughts, in our emotions. We've tolerated something, allowed it to flourish, that in reality is destructive. That Jesus has said, don't do that. That we are so twisted and tied up and, and melting down in our own worries and problems. And we forget that we have a heavenly father right there saying, do you want my help? And we just got to say, I want your help and trust that he can do what he needs to do. Let him do the work that needs to be done. Look, if you're counting on yourself to solve all of your problems, then of course you're worried and stressed out. It doesn't matter how strong or wise or capable, how charismatic you are. It doesn't matter how much wealth or influence you have. You are not designed to be able to take on everything and handle everything. You will have more problems come at you than what you are capable of handling. When you carry the responsibility of everything, then you have to do everything. You have to find the solutions. You have to choose the right direction. You have to power through problems. You have to plan for the future, make adjustments, and you have to do all of it at the speed of life. Yeah, you're stressed out. You're worried, of course. But God does not want you to do it on your own. He wants you to recognize that he is there to lead you, to walk you through, to guide you through every step of the way. And, and here's the deal. He doesn't want to just give you every resource that you need to get through your problems. He wants to be what you need in every situation. It's amazing the problems that are solved the moment that you decide to trust God in everything. Because when you trust God, you don't have to try to figure anything out anymore. As you lean on him, then you take the pressure off of yourself. Because you don't have to try to figure stuff out. You don't have to try to change things that you've already tried a million times to change. And the more you try to change them, the more frustrated it makes you. Because you can just finally say, well, God, I'm trusting you with this. And if you can't change it, then I guess it don't need to be changed. The only way you can learn to stop worrying and stop trying to figure things out. And stop being jealous of what other people have. And is I just honestly think that in addition to studying the word, I think that we just have to try it our way long enough to finally just get worn out enough to just say, okay, God, I surrender. You know the beginning, you know the end, and everything in between. You know every flaw that I have, every fault that I have, you know every weakness that I have, as well as my strengths. I surrender. So many times I've just said, God, I don't know what to do. God, I'm overwhelmed or 
God, I'm in over my head. And you know, I, I've said this many times, God help, please. <laughs> it doesn't have to be long, it doesn't have to be eloquent. I don't have to have the answers or the solutions. I just need to go to the one who does have the answers. Hey, have you ever been on an emotional roller coaster? Uh, I mean, you're just up, you're down, you're this way. And you know what God says? I'll take care of that. You ever go to bed thinking about it? Wake up in the middle of the night thinking about it? In the morning you get up, you're thinking about it? Man, it has captured your thinking. God says, I'll take your emotion and your thinking through Christ Jesus. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. First Peter 5, 7 says, cast all your cares on him because he cares for you. And what that means is that we take all of our problems and our worries and we choose to place it in God's hands and say, I trust that you will handle the outcome. Are you confident that you can take your problems and your worries and place it in God's hands and that he can handle everything? Worry is the anticipation of the negative. In fact, there's a relationship between faith and worry. It's inverse. Faith diminishes as worry flourishes. Or as your faith flourishes, your worry will diminish. Worry is the negative expression of what faith in God is. One of them would be, I don't want Jesus to ever look at me and use my name and person of little faith in the same sentence. Do you? I want to be a man of faith. Worry is saying, I don't think God can handle this, so I'm going to pick it up and I'm going to invest emotional energy in my thoughts and my anxiety. I'm not going to change the outcome a bit. Jesus said, you can't add one hour to your life. God can add years. God has the best solution for all of our problems. He sees and knows everything. He sees the future. He understands every angle of what is going on in your life right now. He understands how people are viewing it and perceiving it. He sees the best solution to your problems. He's incredibly wise. When I worry, I am basically saying I am afraid that my life is not going to be that I, the way that I want it to. But when I trust that God has the best solution, I am saying, God, I, I believe that you have the best way for me. Even if it's not the path that I chose or that I came up with. And we can trust that if we follow God and if we trust him, he will give us every resource that we need every step of the way. And that at the end, he can turn that into something wonderful and beautiful. And let me tell you, if you have someone who loves you, enough and who is strong enough and who has the best solution what do you have to worry about see the reason that worry exists so often is because we just think it's normal it's not normal it's common but it's not normal it doesn't have to be in our life and it's it's robbing us of god it's robbing us of our family 
It distracts me from God and people. It robs me of my joy. And it exists because I allow it to exist. Listen to what I'm saying. Worry exists and anxiety exists because we allow it. We are in complete control of our lives. God would never command us to do something that we don't have the ability to do. Worry is a choice and trust is a choice. You can't do both at the same time. You have to choose to put your trust in God, put the full weight of your problems and your life and your future into his hands and let him carry it. Worry and anxiety means the devil has implanted something in your life that's just sitting there intimidating you. And because of that, you can't focus on God and the people that you love. And that's the greatest problem with worry and anxiety. It robs you of your ability to worship, to love the people that you love. So it's an enemy. The root of all fear, worry, and anxiety is an orphan spirit because orphans are on their own and they have to take care of their own problems. And the devil wants you to feel as though that you're on your own and you have to solve your own problems. You have the best father in the universe. Stop grieving over the father you didn't have and start rejoicing that you have the best father in the universe. And he loves helping you process anything in your life. Nothing is too small, nothing is too large. He just enjoys the ride. He just enjoys the relationship. And as we're sitting here obsessing about something, what it means is we're wasting the relationship. He does see your problems and he wants to help you. God's love for you is so immense and that means that you can come to him with anything and everything. We don't have to lead lives that are defined by worry and anxiety and fear. Doesn't mean those things won't come and they may even come with justification. But Jesus said, we don't have to worry about them. He is my provider. He is my protector. He is my promoter. He is the person that I long for in every relationship. He is the place that I look to to find home. He is my professor to reveal beautiful new things to me. He is everything that I need and everything that I long for when I go to him. The key to peace is not being able to solve every problem. The key to peace is resting in who God is. When we give God control, there's a beautiful promise that he will never leave or forsake you. Man, we can walk in that path, in that promise towards peace. He doesn't want you to be overwhelmed with worry and problems. He wants you to be overwhelmed with his love for you. And you may be saying, look, you don't understand how many problems I have, how many issues and how much I've gone through. Well, you know what? God says, no matter what you have, I want to take all of your problems, all of your worries, all of your failures, all of your sin, all of your brokenness, give it to me because I can handle it. And the truth is only I can handle it. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Worry is a trust issue. You worry 
because you don't trust that God is in control of your situation. You worry that he will fail you in your time of need. Trust comes when you place your confidence in someone who knows better than you. You trust God because you believe he knows everything about your situation and will somehow make everything work out for your good even when it doesn't look good at all. Trusting God with your life is the cure for worry. Listen, nothing should make God's people worry. And yet we try to overcome it ourselves. Now the world has no way they can deal with worry. That's why drugs, alcohol, they need something to dull themselves to it. But the child of God has a divine deliverance. It's not something you can do in and of yourself. It requires the grace and the power of the Holy Spirit of God. Jesus says that you and I as Christians are different. One of the reasons you do not have to worry is because you have a heavenly father. You're not like the rest of the world who doesn't have anyone watching and looking out for the back as Christians who have a heavenly father, who are children of God, the Bible teaches, have someone or have a heavenly father who's caring, who's providing, who's concerned and is promised to look after their needs. And sometimes when things go wrong, you forget the strength and the power of the God that we serve. You think that you have to come up with the answer. You get depressed when you forget the power of God and instead try to handle things on your own. Fight depression by getting in the presence of God. This fight is not about our strength. This fight is about our God's strength. This fight is not about our strength. It's not about me getting strong enough to pull myself up by my bootstraps and power my way through this. This one's not about my strength. This one's about my God's strength. Ephesians 3.20 says this, Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine, according to his power that is at work within us. I love that verse because it reminds me, God wants to do things in our lives that we can't even imagine possible. And when you're really dealing with anxiety and when you're really dealing with depression, put your, if, if, there, there are days when if you put me on a polygraph test, I would have to, had to admit, I don't see a better future in store. I can't imagine being set free from this stuff. I can't imagine living a better life. And God says, I got something in store for you that you can't imagine. And it's not gonna be by your power. It's gonna be by my power. So son, daughter, let's go. It's not about our strength. Thank God. It's about his. Realize when we choose not to worry is a step of faith. We simply say, God, instead of worrying, I'm gonna to choose to trust you. I don't need to know how it's all gonna work out. I don't have to have the blueprints of how you're gonna deliver me. I don't have to intellectually or logically reason things out. I don't have to have the specific timetable. I just know that you're a good father and I'm in the palm of your hand and that you're in control of my life and you're well able to take care of me. So like a little child, I choose to trust you and not give in to the temptation to worry. Trust God to take care of you. George Mueller, that great man of faith, said this, worry starts where faith ends. Worry and faith don't coexist because if you're worried, you're not trusting God. And if you're trusting God, you're not worried. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Do you know what the most commanded, uh, uh, most repeated command, I'm sorry, in all of the Bible is? Do not fear. Don't be afraid. Don't worry. Fear not. Even by saying, do not worry, he is implying, I got you. By saying, do not worry, he's implying, I got you. And if he's not, he's not a good God. What do I mean? If he's saying, hey, don't worry, but you know, I don't really, don't have you covered, he would not be a good heavenly father. What kind of God says, hey, don't worry, and then says, but you're on your own. Does that make any sense? He's clearly saying, I got you. I'm promising to provide for your needs. He's already proven it. But the lengths that he'll go to to provide for your needs, including your ultimate need, includes giving the life of his only son, dying in your place. That there is no greater amount of love someone could have. There is no even ability for us to comprehend the love that God has for us, the Bible says. It's literally something you have to pray, God, will you help me to comprehend more of it because you're such, uh, you're a God who loves me so much, I cannot on my own comprehend it. That's Ephesians chapter three. But if we were honest, most of us often fail to believe that. Struggle to believe that, man, God, you really, you love me more than any human love I've ever seen expressed towards a child. And the God who's there says, I got you. I promise I will provide for you. As it's been said many times, we do not know what tomorrow holds as Christians, but we are the only people in the world who know the one who holds tomorrow and every tomorrow after it. And he said, I got you, you can trust me, I got you. Maybe one of the most encouraging truths in all of scripture is that you belong to God, you are his. He will be there for you. He is not ashamed of you, he is proud of you. He loves you and he will embrace you and sustain you. You don't have to be afraid because you belong to the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. When you pass through the rivers, they will not sweep over you. You will face trouble. There's no avoiding that. It's going to happen, but listen to me, it is not going to destroy you. You won't drown in the flood because you are going to make it through. You will persevere and you will overcome not because you are talented or strong or smart or special, but because you are not alone. God is with you. When the doctor gives you a bad report, God is with you. When your spouse leaves you, God is with you. When you lose your job, God is with you. When your friends turn their backs on you, God is with you. When your bank account is empty, God is with you. When people treat you wrong, God is with you. 
When your car breaks down, God is with you. When tragedy strikes, God is with you. When the stock market crashes, God is with you. And that's why you don't have to be afraid. No matter what happens, no matter what you face, God promises to be with you. And then there's more. When you walk through the fire, you will not be burned. The flames will not set you ablaze. The fire may be hot, but you will not be destroyed because I am with you. I will watch over you and protect you and see you through.